Hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast episode 20. Hey, so I am on vacation and I recorded this episode yesterday morning and I realized that the audio is not awesome. So I apologize. I don't have my podcast mic with me. I literally grabbed my AirPods and I'm learning the lesson that I should have not grabbed my AirPods because the audio is not fantastic. So please forgive me. But you know, this is a holy mess. So welcome to a holy mess podcast where the audio will not be great on this episode. But I listened to it a moment ago. And honestly, I like the content so much that I wanted to just keep the episode and I did not want to re-record it. <laughs> so I hope it's good enough audio. Pretend like I'm driving in a car and I'm just talking your ear off. How about that? Because that's how the audio sounds. <laughs> okay. So anyways, I hope you guys are doing great. This episode is about when you wake up in the middle of the night with anxiety. What do you do? How do you handle it? How do you work through it? I share four tips that have helped me over the years. And you guys, I don't want to brag or anything, but I've been a horrible sleeper my whole life. <laughs> so I have tried everything. I've tried all the potions, all the lotions, all the commotions, all the teas, everything to get back to sleep. And these four right now are my favorite. Now, do they work every time? Absolutely not. <laughs> so I do want to just share that with you too. But they do help and they move the needle, helping me get back to sleep. And I'd say, I don't want to give it a percentage, but if I had to give it a percentage, I'd say 60% of the time I can, one of these tips, or if I work through all four of them, will help me actually go back to sleep, no matter how raging my anxiety is in the middle of the night. The other percentage of the time, I just get out of bed and get in motion. So anyways, I hope you guys are great. I hope you don't have trouble with anxiety in the middle of the night. Um, it's just been one of my one of my things for the last you know, 40 years or so, I'm realizing. So anyways, I hope you guys are great. I am so enjoying this vacation. I'm so grateful that we uh, that we booked it a few months ago and we're actually here now. And honestly, I'm just really grateful. Anyways, I love you guys. I hope you enjoy this episode. You guys, if you want to send in a prayer request, send it to hello at dannysumner.com. We love hearing from you and I love adding uh, you guys to the prayer list. So thanks for those emails. All right. Love you guys. Enjoy the episode. And again, I apologize for the audio that it's not fantastic. We'll get back to normal. Good audio next episode. <laughs> all right. Take care. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day. I'm actually on vacation with my family. We booked this trip about three months ago. And honestly, it's been amazing. We so needed it. But it's taken me days and days. Well, actually, we've only been here three days. But it's taking me days and days to get into vacation mode. So I think 
I'm officially arrived into vacation mode. It's been super relaxing and super needed, but leading up to the trip is the most exciting part. And then like a couple days before the trip, I don't know about you, but I start to get sad about coming home already. <laughs> we haven't even gotten there, but I'm like so excited. And then I kind of get sad to get, we have to get back into the routine and rhythm of life. So, but anyways, it's great. I'm just glad uh, we snuck away to do this little family vacation. So I wanted to share a quick story. This is going to be a short episode. I wanted to share a quick story about middle of the night anxiety. So I don't know if, if you guys ever have middle of the night anxiety, but uh, I tend to once in a while, I wake up either, you know, with a panic attack or some sort of anxiety in the middle of the night. And, oh, sorry about the noise. I don't know if you guys can hear that noise. Okay, so how do you overcome overthinking in the middle of the night? So I actually thought of this podcast last night around 4.10 in the morning. So I had actually gotten up at 3.20 a.m., like total anxiety. And I don't, honestly, I don't even know what triggered it, but my brain just was overthinking and swirling into about 12 different places. So I had to do all these things, these like tools and tacticals that I've learned over the years because I've never been a good sleeper. I don't know if, if you are a good sleeper, but I have just traditionally not been a good sleeper. So it's been one of the things that I've had to like really hone in on and work on and focus for my mental health, for my emotional health, for my family's health. Like sleep is like numero uno. Okay. So if I get enough sleep, I can really conquer the world. If I'm, my sleep is bad, I am like, oh my gosh, the world is falling apart. Sleep's super important. So anyways, I woke up, I think around 3.20, which if I wake up past about 4 a.m., I just kind of get up and go on with my day. Now, obviously we're in a hotel room, so it's not like being at home where I won't wake up my family if I get out of bed and, you know, I can go into the, the kitchen or the family room, that sort of thing. But we're in a hotel room, so, you know, I can sneak away into a little corner with the on the couch, but it's not conducive for middle-of-the-night anxiety, okay? So here I am. It's like, gosh, four. It, it creeps into four, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going back to sleep, so what am I going to do? I have this phrase that kind of held on to. I don't know who shared it with me years ago, but it's action trumps anxiety. So middle-of-the-day anxiety is super convenient because – it's middle of the day and I can literally get into action to settle down my anxiety, my body, my, you know, who knows what's going on in my head, heart, or my body, right? But action always trumps it. So you get ahead of the anxiety, you kind of work the anxiety through your body by go on a walk, you know, you just kind of get in motion, right? Like that works through the anxiety. The worst thing to do, I believe, when you're in anxiety is to sit there and mull on it and let your head and heart ruminate. It just goes into dark places that I don't know. I don't really want to go by myself. Okay, so here's what I did last night. Here's I have four tips for you for middle of the night anxiety, which for me last night, it actually went into some despair, which like kind of some sadness, which I don't know if it was despair, but it went into some sadness and then some grief. And then I like cried and fell asleep. So it was like this whole progressant progression. I told my kids this morning, which my kids woke up, our last child woke up at 10 this morning. And I said, oh my gosh, I've lived a whole day. Like literally here's, I've hit every emotion today. I've been anxious. I've been sad. I've been all these emotions I've already worked through in my day. And she was hilarious. She's like, mom, it's too early. I can't even like, just let me go back to sleep. Well, it was like lunchtime for me, 10 a.m., right? Because I had been up so early. Okay. 
here's what I did. And here's my suggestions. And this is my kind of what I live by in the middle of the night stuff. Now, if I, I'm an early riser anyway. So if I get up for any reason past 4 a.m., I tend to just get out of bed and go and start my day because there's no point in trying to sit there for an hour and try to go back to sleep. It just revs up my anxiety. But if it's before 4 a.m., I, I implement these tools and these hacks that 90% of the time will help me go back to sleep. 10% of the time, they don't work. And I actually probably should just get my butt out of bed instead of sitting there ruminating. <laughs> okay. So figure out your wake up clock, your body. My body is an early wake up clock in general. I blame it on being born in New York. And so my body time has never left New York time. I just love early morning. And it's kind of hereditary. My grandpa was like that. My mom's like that. Okay. Here's my four tips. Are you guys ready? It really did help me. And last night I went back to sleep, but I did actually have to work through all four. Sometimes you can just do one or two and easy peasy. You can go back to sleep. Sometimes you do three and other times you're going to need to do all four and then it still won't work. <laughs> so these are just tips and helps and hacks to help you instead of sitting there overthinking or ruminating on whatever anxiety has triggered you. All right. So my number one tip. So I think of a word and I always, I have a few in my pocket, but I think of a word to think about and then I do some breath work. So what I mean by breath work is it's kind of like meditation, but it's more of uh, just following the breath to settle down my mind and my heart. So my three words that I rotate, just depending on the day, uh, you know, it's compassion I'll think about, I'll think about gentleness, or I'll think about the word peace. I pick those three words just because it's just very comforting words. I would suggest not picking a word that causes you more anxiety. <laughs> Compassion, gentleness, and peace do not trigger anxiety in me. They they can, they trigger like rest. And that's a word you want to pick. So you pick a word to kind of focus on. And then you do a breath work. So what I do is I follow the breath. And what I mean by that is I breathe in and I hold it. I breathe in for seven seconds. I hold it for seven seconds. And then I breathe out gently for seven seconds. But as I'm doing that, that practice, I'm following the breath in. So I literally pretend like there's a little ball outside of me and I gently breathe it in towards my nose and then I hold it for seven seconds and then I breathe it out gently for seven seconds. I love the number seven. Also seven, it's, it's enough time to chill out a little bit. I don't know the science behind it, but I've read about the science behind it and it makes sense. And I've seen it in my own body chemistry help. So I'll do that. I'll think like last night I, I chose the word compassion and I just thought about the word compassion and then I breathed in for seven seconds. I held it for seven seconds and I breathed out for seven seconds. And depending on how amped up you are, you can do that anywhere from three to 10 times, whatever you need to do. Last night I did it for 10 times and then I just returned to my normal breathing. Sometimes that's enough, you guys, and I can literally drift back into sleep after that. Last night, it didn't work for me. So then I went into my mantra breathing, which is like, it's not woohoo. It's not new agey. I don't know. Mantra. I don't know. I feel like the world has stolen that word, but there's a, I actually learned this from Brennan Manning and I actually do this pretty often, but when I'm stressed or anxious, I remind, I go back to the foundation. So I have this phrase, which is a mantra that I say over and over again. And it's literally, I take a breath in and I say, Abba, this is all internally, by the way, I hold it. And then I breathe out, I belong to you. So my mantra, my go-to phrase in the, in the world when I'm stressed is Abba, I belong to you. And you guys, the word Abba means daddy in Hebrew. So basically I'm saying, daddy, I belong to you. And I had read it years ago 
in a book by Brennan, he had suggested that a nun go off to her quarters and to do this prayer. Um, and it really helped her. And so anyways, I held on to that. I've held on to that for about 15 years. It's amazing. So that breath prayer comes in handy. No matter what's going on, I can just take a deep breath and breathe in. And, it, you know, take about three, four seconds to breathe it in as you're saying Abba, hold it. And then as you're breathing out, I belong to you. And then you just do it for as long as you can. And it, sometimes just getting your brain off of the anxiety helps. It helps a lot. Okay. My third tip for you is to remind you and to remind myself that we can't fix the world at 3 a.m. It's just, it, there's nothing we can do. Sometimes we'll get an epiphany from the Lord at 3 a.m. And that's really important and write it down and, and all that. But for the most part, when we're ramping up and we're not going to solve any problems uncaffeinated at 3 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> let's just be real. Okay. We can only make things worse. <laughs> Probably. That's when I just, it's been really important that I focus on the last several years being kind to myself because 3 a.m. is also a great time for our biology and for our mind to beat ourselves up for the things that we've blown. I tend to regret parenting decisions in the middle of the night. I tend to regret like lots of things. My regrets come seeping out in the middle of the night and some of them are rational and some of them are irrational. Like let's just be real at 3 p.m. I might have a different view on things. So it's really important. I believe in the middle of the night when you're struggling to remind yourself you can't fix the world at 3 a.m. and to nurture yourself and to be kind and to be gentle and to this is really important where take every thought captive right and be gentle and kind and compassionate towards yourself and if it is something where oh my gosh you actually really did blow it like be gentle and kind and compassionate with yourself you can deal with this, the the consequences or the circumstances tomorrow in the broad daylight when you have your sense about you right but in the middle of the night, it's really important just to find that gentle, gentleness with yourself. And it's a good time to practice being compassionate. Is it hard to do? Yes, sometimes it really is. <laughs> but it's really important to do that. My fourth and final tip is turn on the Bible app. Turn on Leviticus. Turn on Deuteronomy. Turn on something boring. Turn on the Psalms. My go-to Psalm is Psalm 119. It's the longest, longest chapter in the Bible. And it's super long and it plays for about 20 minutes. And Typically, I can fall asleep by like verse 46, <laughs> okay, in Psalm 119. But I just encourage you, that's a really good place to go to too because it gets your head off of the anxiety. Or turn on some music, turn on some gentle music and that sort of thing too. That really helps. So last night, I also, um, I have a, I call it the vault of all these quotes from people that inspire me and that have just touched me over the years. And it, literally, I think there's like 500 in there. And I scanned through it and then I, I caught on one and I read it last night and you guys, it moved me to tears. And at, literally I realized some of my anxiety was just unresolved grief or maybe not even unresolved grief. It just, it had reminded me of some grief or some sadness. And so I allowed myself, I gave myself permission. That was part of the, I can't fix the world at 3 a.m. And was able to nurture myself and to be gentle. And I allowed myself to cry and I literally like I went from anxiety to kind of some sadness to, to then I cried it out. And oh my gosh, I went back to sleep and I slept for like two more solid hours. It was amazing. And so, and then I woke up to my husband like, oh my gosh, did you book the tickets? So it was hilarious. I was like, he startled me and he started the whole room. So it was a very traumatic moment. He, yeah, anyways, it was hilarious. It wasn't hilarious at the time. I will tell you that. But now that I think about it, in the broad daylight, several hours later, quite hilarious moment. Usually I'm the one waking up Gary. He's not waking me up. So a little uh, 
the shoes on the other foot. I hope that helps you. If you do wake up in the middle of the night with anxiety, God bless you. It does not mean that you are being eternally punished. It does not mean that there's something wrong with you. It does not mean that God has forgotten you or forsaken you. Uh, it just could literally mean you ate sugar too late last night or your body's just more sensitive. I had caffeine yesterday around two o'clock. It was, it was my mistake and I paid for it. So, you know, just know your body and know sometimes this happens. Also, we're in like a hotel. So, you know, I don't sleep the greatest anyways in hotels. You know, there's a lot of extenuating circumstances that control our sleep and affect our sleep. Just be kind and gentle with yourself. If you wake up in the middle of the night with anxiety, I promise you are not being uh, punished <laughs> in any way. All right. Okay, you guys, just to wrap it up one more time, because I'm a little bit distracted. Here's my tips. Ready? Tip one, breath work. Follow the breath in for seven seconds, hold it for seven seconds, and then gently breathe it out for seven seconds. Do this for anywhere from three to 10 times, depending on how anxious you are and how much your head is spinning off with thoughts, and then return to your normal breathing and see if that helps you fall to sleep. Second tip is breath prayer. My mantra, my phrase is Abba. I belong to you. I'd love to share it with you, so go for it. I don't have copyright on that mantra. <laughs> Brendan Manning said it, started it, so it's great. That's a huge one. Breathe in, Abba. Hold it. Breathe out, I belong to you. It's amazing. Tip number three is you can't fix the world, so try to nurture and be kind and gentle with yourself and talk kindly. And then tip number four, turn on the Bible app. Turn on Psalm 119 or one of the other Psalms, and hopefully that'll help you fall asleep, fall asleep or turn on some gentle music. Maybe that'll help. All right. God bless you guys. If your head is spinning off, honestly, don't punish yourself. Just get out of bed. Go do something. Clean the pantry, and then maybe you can take a nap later in the day. Who knows? So let me say a little prayer for you guys. I hope this helped. This middle of the night anxiety stuff can be hard. Um, I'll just say a little prayer for you. Lord, I just thank you for my friend, God. Anxiety in general can be hard when it's triggered, Lord, but middle of the night, man, Lord, you know how hard that could be for us. So God, I just pray for my friend, Lord. I pray that if they do wake up in the middle of the night, that they would um, just remember how loved they are. God, I pray that these tips and these hacks would help, Lord. I thank you for the gift of breath work and for um, being able to you know, breathe prayers and, and just embrace your love and your gentleness. Lord, we love you. Thanks for uh, who you are. Thanks for my friend. Bless them today, God, and help them in, in whatever they're, they're about today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. God bless you guys. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.